One, two, three. What it do, y'all? I am your host, Real Hadamia. Welcome back. What a day to be alive, guys. Um, hope y'all are having a beautiful day out there. It's a good. What is today? Monday. It's a good Monday. <laughs> Felt like Friday to me already. Dang. <laughs> um, to begin, we're gonna start with the quote of the day, and it is said by Martin Luther King Jr. What he said was, "We must accept finite disappointment." But we must never lose infinite hope. And I just wanted to say that for the people that are going through a lot of stuff right now. Um, you may be going through a lot of stuff with your religion, with school, with family. Never give up hope. Things will always get better. Things get worse before they get better. And it always gets better. You just got to have patience and wait for it to the day that it comes. And with that, I will move on to... This segment we are doing today, today is chapter 4 of the, I want to say, 25 ep- episodes that I want to put into this season. Um, I hope everyone's ready for that. This is chapter 4, like I said. And for chapter 4, I am going to be doing philosophical, uh, philosophical questions of the, the body and human nature. Or the hu- human nature and human condition, I'm sorry. Um, there's about a hundred questions, but we won't go over each question. Um, we're going to skip questions here and there based on which ones I want to answer and which ones I don't. Uh, if you don't agree with me, that's completely fine. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Um, if you do agree with me, that's cool. I just feel like it's something that I share. I, I, I could share my opinion on, and I feel like I should share my opinion on. It's nothing to be getting people mad or anything or upset. It's just something to for you to sit back, relax, and listen to and hear me out. Alright, so we're going to start with question number three, escaping questions one and two. Um, the question is, is there a meaning to life? And if so, what is it? Um, In my opinion, the way I grew up, life is very meaningful. I want to say that I believe in an afterlife. So, in my opinion, I feel that the life that you're given is based on your previous life. And what you do in that life dictates your next life. So, it, and the way I see it is if you do good in life, not, I don't want to say financially because financially doesn't always matter. If you, if you yourself have a good life and you're happy with that, then I want to say in the next life, in your next life, you'll move up a level. Not a level, but move, I guess move up a level in happiness or reach another challenge until you've reached all the challenges and you know what, you completed the game of life. I feel like it's that. And if you were to um, disappoint yourself and life didn't always go as the way you wanted, um, whether it just be through crime or like you got in trouble very seriously or just something didn't go your way, then you're put in a more difficult life the next the next time uh, or whenever we die and it's not to punish you it's just to to show to, it's a wake up call to show that this is what you did so now we're going to give you tougher challenges for you to move back up that's all i see it as um the only reason why i've come to this is just cuz i feel that when you die your inner self like your soul doesn't die i feel like you go to another place it's not it's not an ending to you it's just to see you later from i want to say this dimension or this planet that's that's all it is to me there's nothing wrong with your beliefs everyone believes in everything that's completely fine 
Um, I do believe, uh, question number six, does fate exist? And if so, do we have free will? Hmm. I will answer the first part and I will try to touch on the second part because I guess that's two questions and I only want to do one. Huh. Does fate exist? I believe it does. If you're meant to be somewhere and meant to be something, then you will. If you make it happen and if you put in the work, then it will. It only exists if you're willing to let it exist. That's how I feel. If you're willing to put in the work, then go ahead. Everything will happen. But if you're putting in the work and you're working countless hours and it just doesn't happen, there's nothing to be sad about. There's nothing to be mad at. It just didn't happen. It wasn't meant to exist. That's all it means. That's the way I see it. And the way I gained that opinion was, um, I mean, I, I was, I'm a, I was, like I said in the in the last podcast, I was a five five four five three lineman, um, with all my other linemen being six foot or taller or five ten or taller. I'll give them the two inches. Um, like I wanted to play college football, and I and and growing up as a kid, I just felt like it was always something that I aspired to be. No matter what, no, I didn't care if I was short or if I was tall or if I was slow or I was fat. I knew I was going to get there. And so I guess when high school came, I put in the work every day. I was there from, I, w- I used to wake up at 5 o'clock, get to the school at 5.30, work out before practice and then go to practice and then go to school. And then after school, we had after school practice and that was my day. It was a it was a good long day. It, days were kind of long. Some days sucked, some days were good, but you know what? It was It was fun, but at the end of the day... Uh, I ended up hurting my knee, and that was it. For me, it was just a sign, like a distress signal, that it, like my body couldn't take it no more, and that's that. That's it. It's you're not meant to be, and like I said, it's just I have better things, bigger, better things to do with my life, and there's nothing to be mad at. Um, next, we will go to number eight. Why do we dream? I believe we dream. Um, to show that our inner selves, like I said, I want to go back to what I said earlier. We dream because our inner selves are displaying to us either what can happen or what is possible. Or maybe it's just a a, a peek into another dimension. For example, like deja vu, you, you, you see that stuff and you're like, oh my God, I remember this. And in my head, it's just like I see it as a way of life telling you that you've been here before you're just doing something a little something like something slightly different that's all it means um i feel like it's just the world showing you or the universe showing you um different dimensions and different things that are coming out of the that are not physically possible to you but are possible on another plane that's just how i feel um, let's see. Next question. Next question. Oh, number 11. Is it possible to live a normal life and not ever tell a lie? I personally do not think so just because the amount of fear that's instilled into kids now. Um, there's a lot of pressure put on kids. Or not just that, like the way you're grown up, you have all these set of rules. And sometimes when you're young, you make mistakes and you don't really want to let your parents down. So you tell them a lie and just to get by. And that's basically my opinion on it. It's just the world. And I feel like 
uh, it, it's possible to live a normal life and not ever tell a lie if there wasn't these such hard standards and expectations and rules. If we didn't have no rules, then we wouldn't have to lie. But we have rules, and sometimes they ha- sometimes we do break them because we're humans and people make mistakes. And sometimes just to get out of the situation, you have to lie, in which I understand. Because if you don't, um, I, I can imagine sometimes if you don't lie, it can end up ruining your life. So, yeah, I don't think it's possible in today's society, just because, or any society, whether humans been alive or not, I don't think it's possible if there's, like, rules, expectations, and things to, like, that are put on individuals every day throughout life. Um, Let's see, next question. How long will you be remembered after you die? Ooh, that one's tough. I feel that you will be remembered as long as you made a change in the world. If I feel like everyone's put on this planet to make a change somehow, some way, whether it's small or big. And the only way you... The only way that you'll be remembered for a long time is the impact that you had on this world. For example, um, Martin Luther King had a dream, and he changed he changed it. Him and millions of other African Americans and their their white um, I guess their white friends or their white supporters that supported them. And people still talking about him to this day because what he did was impactful. It was a part of history that no one will ever forget. And I feel like that's what everyone has. It's it's a everyone's put on this planet to do something, big or small. Neighborhood or community or a whole state or a whole city. It it, it just depends on what you're specifically put here for. No one's greater than each other because everyone's put here for a different reason. But I feel like whatever you're put here for is and how much you worked at it the dictates how much you're going to be remembered. Um, yes, sorry, I get very deep into this. Hmm, hmm, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, if you had to guess, question number 35, if you had to guess, what do you think would be the most likely way you'll die? Hmm. I always tell my friends this, but, um, I have dreams about, like, dying in a car. Just because I like to go fast, and I wouldn't mind it. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I'm not saying I would be... I'm not saying I want to die. But I know the consequences of driving fast. And I can only imagine myself in the future when I buy my dream car. I am not going to be going slow. <laughs> but uh, if that's a, if that's one way that I think I would die or the most likely way I would die, that's probably it. Because I would be having so much fun and then boom, gone. I mean, I hope and pray that I don't take no one with me, but I, I feel like that's, that's how I would go. Um, let's see, we're going into like the question, like the forties range now. Mm. How replaceable are you? Question forty nine. How replaceable are you? I feel like this answer depends on the human's um, perception of themselves. 
But if you want my honest opinion, I don't think I'm replaceable at all. No, I feel like no one can bring the same energy as I can. No one can get under your skin like I can. I feel like you're with me. It's high energy all the time. There's no downfall unless we're taking a nap or we're going to sleep. <laughs> but I feel like I'm going to I'm gonna bring it every single time. I'm going to be excited every time I see you. I'm going to be happy every time I see you. I, I don't think I'm replaceable because I've taught a lot of people, like, a lot of lessons. And people have taught me a lot of lessons. And I don't think anyone who meets me will ever say, like, oh, I, he's just like this person or he's just like this person in a sense of personality and the way the as much care as I give those people that I truly care about. I don't think anyone will ever be there because that's just how I am. I just feel that confident that when I meet someone and I care about someone that much that they're never going to see someone care about them as much as I do. And I'm sure opinions vary depending on your friendship and or your relationship with another person, but that's completely fine. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. We are getting to the 50s range. Let's see, let's, okay, 60s. What is the biggest waste of human potential? Hmm. That's question 60, but I don't think I want to answer that one. Oh, 64, question 64. What do you think your future self will remember about you now? I think my future self will remember the, how my mindset changed from, I want to say, spring break to the summer and continuing into the fall. I feel like I changed drastically as far as my diet, my expectations on exercise, um, how much I study now, how much I actually invest my time now. I listen to podcasts. I educate myself. I read articles and stuff like that. So it's like I'm constantly trying to improve myself, and I feel like I'm doing it now more than ever. And I think my future self will thank me because I've start, I'm starting right now. And I, I probably should have started a little bit earlier, but everyone works different, and that's completely fine. But yeah, I feel like my future self will remember my current self as the beginning of something great that has yet to come. Just because how much I've changed my mindset of not to be lazy, not to be not to be doing nothing, not to be wasting time. I'm always doing something. Um, that's my question for that. What is the question number seventy? What is the best path to find truth? Sci- either through science, math, art, philosophy. Or something else. I honestly think it is through science or a mix of science and a mix of science and a little bit of psychology and philosophy. I think it's those three. Science because you have to run test trials or you have to observe a certain thing over a certain period of time. And it's just like that's I mean, that's what's going to get you the facts. That's what's going to get you what's proven in this world based on that certain time period. Um, and as far as the mind, it, it, it deals greatly with that, too, because you also have morals. So if you still if you I mean, you can find the truth through science, but you can also find the truth through what you believe in. I think that's a great deal based on how you were raised and stuff like that. And it's 
but ultimately I would go back to science because I mean the numbers can't lie. Numbers do not lie. They just they're just observations of what has happened, whether it be through basketball, the demographics of a state, demographics of a nation, the stats of a quarterback NFL, or NFL quarterback. You know, like that's the truth. He cannot. Numbers do not lie. If I rushed for a hundred yards that game. Then I rushed for a hundred yards, and I did not lie because we measured that, we observed it, and that's how I feel with about anything. Um, math, they, I mean, I honestly I feel like they all play a, a pivotal role in their own aspect, with some larger than others. But I feel like science is the big one because it's just observations, current testing constantly, looking at things constantly. So it's just that. That's what I feel. If I were to, if I would have to pick one, I'm gonna go with science. But I mean, science doesn't explain everything, so that's just what I want y'all to know before. I, I y'all think it's just, it's just science. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Let's see. We're in the 70s range, about to hit the 80s. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. How would I define a genius? Hmm. I would define a genius as someone who is very knowledgeable and very wise, but also not, um, I guess not, I don't want to say hard-headed is the word, like your own, like yourself, yourself opinionated. I feel like if you're if you're a genius, you should hear out everybody, not just oh this is what I believe in. That's it. If I feel like if you're a genius, you should be able to observe all aspects of life, and that's what makes you a genius because you you you're gaining knowledge as you hear people out. I feel like if you're self-opinionated, you're restricting on you're restricting yourself because you're not hearing what other people have to say, and that limits you on the knowledge that you can gain if you were just to listen to them. That's what I feel like a genius is. And there can be geniuses in different um, categories of life. There can be geniuses in math. There can be geniuses in politics. There can be geniuses in anything. I just don't feel like there's one aspect. There's not an overall genius like, oh, if you don't know a bunch of this, then you're not a genius. No, you can be a genius in your own your own category. There doesn't have to be a broad, I guess, genius de- definition. But as long as you listen to other people... If you say, for example, say if you're considered one of those, a genius, and I am considered one, but you are self-opinionated, and I am not, I am willing to hear you out. I gain knowledge through hearing you out, and you are self-opinionated, so now you don't hear me out, you're stuck on what you believe in, and that's it. You don't gain what I hear, I mean what I say, and so you're just limiting yourself. That's just how I see it. Um, let's see what else. Hmm. 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 95. Are there limits to human creativity? In my opinion, I believe there are no limits to human creativity. There is just, um, times that can, um, that certain things can be displayed to those individuals. For example, 
there's a I think there's a broad definition of being creative, but in in my definition of being creative, it is being different with what you're grown up with. So everyone's creativity is not going to be the same. There's not one set definition in my opinion. Um, so did if individuals come from different backgrounds and different cultures, then your creativity is going to be different from mine if we're from two different uh, communities. And if you like it, you like it. And if you don't, you don't. Then that's completely fine. But I do not think there's a limit on human creativity because a human can easily go into another um, country and just go and see what they do, what they what see the culture, see the food, see their 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 architecture, their architecture, all that stuff. You're able to go and look at that. You're not limited on anything. If you want to go as as far as sea life, then you can go underwater, look at pictures underwater, do some studies underwater. The only things that I would say human creativity is limited on is things that we do not yet know about or we do not yet um, have enough information on. That's I feel like that's the only thing. It it only it honestly just depends on how you grew up, where you grew up, and how you see the world and how the world is displayed to you as you're growing up and going going through adolescence and all that stuff. I that's the only way I feel that human creativity is limited. If you don't know, or if you don't, um, if the human species itself doesn't know about uh, that uh, that specific topic, um, we are going now to eth- ethics and morality, f- um, philosophical questions. When, if ever, one hundred and eight. This is question one hundred and eight. When, if ever, is taking a human life justified? Uh, it's a tough one because. I've seen um, many human individuals uh, over the past few years being shot, and I don't think it's ever justifiable to take a human life. Maybe back then, but the way I grew up, I'm really trying to think about this one because you can easily say an eye for an eye, and that's call it a day. But I don't think. Human life, taking their human life is reasonable. Mainly because you can make a a gesture out of this and you can teach them. I know that they killed someone and I never in my life would ever justify that, ever. No matter who killed who or what killed what. It's not justifiable, justifiable in my opinion. But, I mean, there's always room for improvement and I feel like you can display to them through either punishment or... Um, making an example out of them, like you can say, "Oh, this is this is what happened, and this is the punishment they faced," and or you can put them through therapy and stuff like that. I don't think it, taking someone's life is ever justifiable. Um, you want to be the higher person, you want to be the better person, so you get over it. And it's not just oh, like like let me get over it. No, it's 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 more of a spiritual thing. It's a moral thing. I feel like. You should accept what happened, but improve upon in the future so it doesn't happen again. That's just how I feel. Would I, would I disagree with, with, with the leader taking someone's life? If someone, um, if it was, if it was I, an eye for an eye, I wouldn't be mad about it. But that's just not the way I would run things. If we ran that in the United States, if someone killed someone, 
if if an individual killed another individual, then I and if things were to be like if that if that individual had to be punished by death, then I wouldn't be mad about it. But that's just not how I would personally run things. One seventeen. Okay, let's get into the beefy, juicy questions. What's the difference between justice and revenge? In my opinion, revenge is just uh, satisfaction of oneself. See, this is to see the other the other individual suffer or other groups of individuals suffer. Rather, the justice is uh, the satisfaction of equal treatment, and it is like a big thing that's going on right now is the Black Lives Matter movement and. It's not, I, in my opinion, it's not that they just want revenge for what happened or, like, they want all the cops to die or anything. It's just, they just want justice. They want things to be equal. And that's all it is. The satisfaction of things being equal and everyone being treated fair rather than an injustice and someone um, having a badge and being able to shoot an individual seven times. I don't think that's fair. And I think if they let them go then that's where individuals will want to seek revenge but i feel like justice should come first and if that and if actions are done where it, there has been injustice then that's where revenge comes and that's where they go and make make it even i guess in their own eyes but i guess that's an, the example that i would use the the recent events um of the man being shot in the back i mean he's still alive He's, he's, I hope he's, I mean, I, last time I saw it, he was doing, he was alive, he was in critical condition. And no one wants those, I mean, I'm pretty sure that there's people that want the cops to die, but everyone just wants justice and e- equality throughout the world. That's, that's all it is. And that's, that's, that's it. Um, they don't, I feel like, um, a lot of things that people get, um, are misinterpreted are, Oh, they just want revenge, or they just want to be higher. No, I don't think that. And that's where people get wrong. And that's where people have to ask themselves, what is the difference between justice and revenge? And I feel like once they answer that question, their eyes will open. But until then, then it won't. Um, Question 122 on a less serious note. Is privacy a right? I do believe privacy is a right because you're grown into this world and... You, some individuals are grown in this world by themselves, and I don't think that privacy should be able be able to be taken away. I feel like everyone should have their own privacy, whether it be through, just in their own room or on their phone. I feel like the 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 owners and the companies that sell the phones or distribute uh, Xboxes or distribute all these apps, I feel like they shouldn't have the right to go through it or like take patterns down and stuff like that because I that's in. I, in my opinion, an invasion of uh, privacy. I get it. They use they use certain algorithms to um, predict certain um, items that you would want to uh, purchase and stuff like that. But I feel like that's on honest uh, an honest violation of privacy. For example, like in TikTok, when you see those things, or when you're talking about something, and the first thing that pops up on TikTok is exactly what you were talking about. I feel like that's an invasion of privacy, and that's that's wrong. I don't, I mean, I'm not saying I hate TikTok, but I'm just saying that I wish that was removed. I really do because I honestly don't think that it's right. 
to uh, for privacy to be taken away but at the same time money ro- money rules of the world and they're going the people will always find lo- loopholes so it's understandable hmm let's see let's see let's see 141 what is your definition of all evil I think evil um can be many things but most importantly I believe that it's it has to do with greed the most because with greed and with evil individuals do not care about other individuals if they're about to make money or they're about to improve themselves that's being evil not evil in my eyes is not willing to help others out just me 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 that's that's how i see evil i feel like evil is not um i'm not saying everyone has to give back but if you have to like sacrifice someone to put you at a higher position or throw away someone's life to save yourself i feel like that's evil in my opinion that's that's personally how i feel um, like for example, the companies that that are greedy and stuff like that, they don't they don't like to pay their workers, so they go to foreign foreign places and go pay workers um, a lot cheaper rates. They just like I said earlier, they just find loopholes, and I feel like that's evil because they're 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 affecting the lives that they just they were providing jobs to. And now those people may go homeless because they don't have a job or they may lose their house because they don't have a job. I feel like that's evil. Not not compensating for that stuff or not helping them find another job. I feel like if, if you do leave to another country, you should at least help your individuals that work for you find another job or find another place for them to receive income. That's not evil to me. If you want to leave, then that's fine. But help your workers out and... Help them become stable, financially stable before you leave. I feel like that's unfair. Or at least give you don't even have to help. Just give a, a notification in advance before you just go and shut the the store down. So you can just go into China or to Mexico and just build it, build one there and pay the workers a horrible amount of wage. That's just how I feel. Um, and I'm going to cut it off right there, guys. I... Didn't want this session to be too long. It's a good 30-minute session. Hope you wake up in the morning or just fall asleep to it. I really enjoyed um, answering all these questions. It really opened my mind, made me think a little bit hard. Try not to be too uncomfortable with my answers. And if you didn't agree, then I understand. If you have something you want to say, then come let me know. We can talk about it. I would be more than happy to talk about it. In my eyes, there's no wrong or right opinion. There's just a way that you perceive the world, and that's not your fault. And it's not my fault either. So, it's I mean, it's okay. There's no reason to be mad if we have different opinions. But I do hope everyone has a great day. Have a great rest of your Monday or a great rest of your week. I know it is um, week three or two, two and a half for us over here in College Station. I hope everyone has a great day. What a day to be alive. Thank you. This is Ro from The Rage Club. I hope you'll have a great day. Thank you for listening to Chapter 4.